play like we play. We be us. We be special. We smell greatness. We finish strong. Yes, from the top. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Big Easy Bets. I'm your host, Logan, and with me in the studio, Nick Von Brick. Oh, yeah, they're going to trick trick, trick you with that coochie. (laughs) We are recapping UFC 246, championship weekend, NFC, AFC championships, um, and that's about it for this episode. This is going to be a short one for sure. Uh, we got a lot planned for next episode. Next week, we're going to dive into the uh, Super Bowl picks, the prop bets, uh, the whole nine. I'm betting the Super Bowl every way you can. Um, So before we get started, I want to give a shout out to my dad. It's his 50th birthday today, and he wanted everybody to know that he's riding with the Niners. Uh, He doesn't want the Niners to win, but that's who he's taking. That's who he's betting. Uh, It's his big, easy bet. So uh, Mr. Sean's going with the 49ers for his uh, Super Bowl pick, huh? Yeah. Not a fan of the 49ers, though. Feel like everybody from the uh, everybody like 40 and up hates the Niners from back when they were in uh, the yeah. Saints division. Because every time Montana dropped back, you know, <laughs> didn't end too well for the Saints. But yeah, the big 5 0, 50 years old. How old are you, Dad? Um, <laughs> he'll be 57 this year. Really? Yeah. Jeez, and he's pushing 60. Yeah. Social Security checks right around the corner. I've been trying to ask him about it because I'm trying to get a piece of it, you know. He doesn't look that old. I told him if he handed me, you know, the Social Security checks, I could give him a a return (laughs) on his investment back. Yeah, tell him to tune in. Um, Yeah, no, he doesn't look that old. That's crazy. Um, So, yeah, UFC 246. Uh, I think we both went two and two. But the most important part of the entire night. Oh, surprise, surprise, motherfucker. The king is back. He's back. I told you first round knockout, and that's what he did. Donald Cerrone went good night, went to sleep, head kick. I, I mean, I, I, I predicted first round knockout, but I didn't know it was going to be in the first minute. What are, what are you, What's your assessment? We'll start from the top here. We'll start with uh, the notorious Conor McGregor versus Donald Cerrone. Yeah, actually, the funny thing is, is, dude, last night I had a dream, um, and someone was trying to tell me that uh, for part of that fight um, in in my dream that um, <laughs> Donald Cerrone got a, got uh, some good shots in him or Gregor, and I said, wait, what, were you watching the same damn fight I was watching? <laughs> That's the type of dreams I have, though. All right. But um, as far as the <laughs> fight goes... <laughs> um, yeah, man. I he mean, McGregor ran out there. He was swinging for the fence. Went for the big shot. Uh, Cerrone ducked it, and then he got in a clinch. And McGregor likes to do that, though, though. If you watch his previous fights, he'll sprint out, and he'll throw that spinning back kick. Like, he'll throw the spinning kick to the body. He's done that on multiple occasions. I think he knows that uh, Cerrone starts slow. Everybody knows that. Cerrone actually came out in the media and said that to this day, he still throws up before every fight. That he's making that walk. And I thought it was really cool for him to go in depth like that um, and give you like that insight into what he's thinking. But he's saying as he's walking, he's like, his nerves are going insane. Like, and that's what he said. Like, he typically starts slow. Um, he didn't say that, but that's known. He typically starts slow. But for him to go into the detail on how 
he throws up before every fight. And it's like, that's what he's saying. The camera's in your face and you got to look like you're, you're smiling for the camera. You got to look confident. And he said, but you're just not. And he's like, well, at least I'm not. I'm like, that's kind of a red flag right there. I mean, the guy's won a ton of fights. He's a hell of a fighter, but I don't know. I don't know if McGregor exploited that or if he just knew when Cerrone said in the media, he's like, I want to prove to myself that I can stand on the feet and throw with him. And that's when I heard that, that's what I was like, it's going to be, an, it's going to be a quick one. It's going to go in the first round. You know? Yeah, I'm not going to. I didn't expect McGregor to land a head kick to be the shot that, you know, really. But he, he's got those in his arsenal, though. If you, Yeah, he doesn't throw many kicks, though, usually. It's like, but when he, he d- threw some early does, in his UFC career, but, you know. Well, uh, like the Alvarez fight, he didn't have to. He just dominated Eddie Alvarez. Nate Diaz, that was like a that was like a bar fight. That wasn't. But, I mean, if you look like against Dennis Seaver and, uh, yeah, Mendes, before he, he got the belt, he threw when kicks. he but when he throws them, they're like on the money. It's crazy. He he dominated Chad Mendes with that spinning back kick, like to the body, to the ribs. Yeah, I mean, I actually watched that fight the other day because I love that fight. <laughs> I mean, just he talked to him so much in that fight, like the whole time he was talking. He was on the ground getting elbowed in the face, and he's still talking to him, like. I don't know. I respect the hell out of Conor McGregor. As I said on the last episode, he's my favorite fighter of all time. I haven't followed a fighter's career as closely as I followed his. I've watched every fight. I've rewatched every fight. The guy, I mean, he tells you what he's going to do, and then he goes out there and does it. He's got two blemishes on the record. He's He's avenged one of them. He might get to avenge the second one, but, I mean, so he comes out strong in this one, swings for the fences with the left, doesn't get it. They clinch, and then... And I've seen people do this before. They were trying to act like they've, this has never before been seen. But he's throwing that shoulder. I think I've seen Nate Diaz do that before. He's throwing that shoulder, and on the second one, he broke Donald Cerrone's nose. You could tell. Yeah, it's usually, you know, people do it, but um, no one expects damage to be done from him. Not as much. Yeah, not, and, not like that. Um, it was like Cerrone was getting hit with it, but he was like, all right, it's he's not going to do it again. He's not going to do it again. It's not hurting. Yeah. And then bam, and he then, gets and smacked. And then the third one, he caught him in the eye and he had a mouse under that eye. Yeah. He didn't get hit on that side the rest of the fight. So that, it did some serious damage. It definitely, and that's what Cerrone said. It rocked the hell out of him. So, and right then he couldn't wake up. Cerrone throws a head kick, gets blocked. Connor comes right back with a head kick of his own, puts him down and does what he does best. He finishes the fight. Herb Dean let it go for as long as he could. Cerrone wasn't uh, defending himself. So, I think it's funny that uh, all week Cerrone was giving the interviews and saying how he's going to come in with he's going to come in aggressive on the feet he's going to throw and then I'm going to try to counter him with a head kick and get out of there with a win. Well, you went out of there with a loss due to a head kick. I mean, it was on the money, on the button, and that's what he does. I mean, so I, I tell you what, I was fired up too. One because I mean, I call I, I, I predicted the first round knockout. He catches him with that head kick. I jumped out. I I was ready to fucking run through a wall, dude. My adrenaline starts pumping so much. I don't know why. I love that dude as much as I do. I love watching him fight. I, I I've always been big on people who talk shit and back it up. And he's done that in droves. I mean, I get the Diaz blemish. He came back and avenged that loss. And then he's lost to Khabib. I mean, who is probably the most dominant fighter in the game right now. And the most dominant fighter in recent memory. So Conor McGregor's got the UFC at his feet right now. He can do whatever he wants. So he's still the big money fight. And there's plenty of fights that he could, uh, there's 
multiple different directions he could go. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's so many fights that they can make that would be good fights. Give me the fight that you want to see if you had to um, pick one. Okay, so I don't want to see him fight Floyd Mayweather again. No, 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 no. I'm talking, um, yeah, UFC. I don't want to see I know he would want to do that, but, I mean, I yeah, just don't. payday. I don't know. I mean, if you know anything about fighting, the fight wasn't really close. No, yeah, he didn't know. He didn't have a chance of winning that fight. I, um, Floyd Mayweather could have knocked him out earlier. Well, Floyd's talking about potentially coming to the octagon, which if he does, it's going to be on some stupid, uh, some manufactured rules. There's going to be a lot of restrictions, I'm sure. It's like, don't even bother. Do that later. Do that later. You got guys chomping at the bit to go right now. So, like, so what I would like to see is... Um, Conor McGregor to stay at 170 pounds for his next fight. Yep. Fight, um, fight Jorge Masvidal yes. for yes. the BMF title. Yep. And you That's know I'm really, I'm not that interested in a, a rematch with Khabib. Um, Khabib's got a tough fight with Tony Tony Ferguson. Yep. Tony Ferguson is um a very unorthodox, yeah, and tough, a, underrated. To, uh, he's gotten injured and hasn't fought as much as. He should have, but um, no, and, and if uh, McGregor wins that, I would like to see the trilogy match between him and Nate Diaz, Diaz after that. So yes, um, you know Diaz wanted his hands on 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 the baddest motherfucker belt, but yep. uh, he got he felt like he got robbed by a, a doctor stop stoppage. That yeah, he didn't get robbed, but I do wish it would have kept going. But yeah, that cut was bad. Masvidal was piecing him up. So Masvidal, it's not like Masvidal didn't earn that belt, in my opinion. Yeah, Masvidal be- was beating him up the whole fight, but um, no, nah, you everybody knows it's the fourth and fifth rounds where Nate Diaz shows. Yeah, that's where his he comes dominance. So. so yeah, I, I would to me the uh, trilogy fight with Nate Diaz. Is has been one of the fights that I want to see Conor McGregor uh, do. I, I'd like to see, the see first, that get settled. <coughs> the first fight that I want to see next is him and Masvidal. That's the that's the fight. That's the one you make right there. Nobody's got more hype around the two of them, or no two people have more hype around them than they do. Masvidal coming off the the flying knee knockout after he knocked out Darren Till, beats Nate Diaz in the uh, the BMF for the BMF title. You got McGregor, who in one fight beating a, a very subpar fighter on the on his way out the door in Cowboy, who I respect the hell out of. Um, but it's just they're not on the same level. That's why I said first round. It's going to go quick. They're not on the same level. McGregor looks like a beast at 170. I mean, in one fight, he's got the world at his feet. I mean, there's a reason he sells out the fights the way he does. Um, I feel like that's the fight right there. Masvidal versus McGregor. Um, I know Masvidal wants to fight Usman and we'll see what happens there, but I'd be shocked. I think it's Masvidal McGregor is the next one. And then you could go, uh, if, if say McGregor beats Masvidal, then you could go either. There's, there's three different ways you could go. You could fight Usman for the belt at 170. You could fight Khabib for the belt at 155, or you could fight Diaz in the trilogy. Any one of those three fights are breaking records, pay-per-view records. I mean, I think the the Masvidal 
because he's got like a cult following now. The Masvidal McGregor fight would break pay per view records. That would probably be the most the most profitable fight in UFC history. Yeah, I think so. And um, and then he could turn right back around and break those records with his next fight. It's like who, you know, if Masvidal and and Conor McGregor fight, who fights Usman at one seventy for the for the title? The winner. No, I get that's a layoff for Usman. I yeah, get, that's I get what, what I'm you're saying. saying. Um, but I don't know. I don't know because I McGregor's think, planning on fighting by like May. He said, "Yeah, to me the, the if he if he fights by May, then he can fight Usman in September." Yeah, maybe, but I mean, to me, I don't know. I just don't see. I don't know. I don't see that being that good of a fight, him and Usman. Yeah, no, I, I I'm not saying I'm dying. Usman's to huge. See that one. No, I know he's I know. not one. He's not a, just a regular one seven. To me, um. You got Woodley. He's fighting. Who is it? Tyrone Woodley. I don't even know. I should know, but uh, I don't. On its <laughs> Le- is it Leon Edwards? I don't know. It might be. I, I gave up on Tyrone Woodley after his last few performances. Um, him his performance against Wonder Boy, and then just got demolished by Kamaru Usman. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. So that's who Leon Edwards and Tyrone Woodley are fighting. To me, um, the title fight that I would like to see at 170, um, if if Woodley beats uh, Leon Edwards, which I think that he he is, um, <coughs> I would like to see Woodley versus Covington. Uh, Colby Covington, uh, for, for the longest time, we thought we were going to see that, and then Usman beat Woodley. And then, uh, you know, you had had Colby Covington have have to take another route to get to to his title shot, which was a very good fight, in my opinion, between him and Usman. Um, I would like to see the winner of of a Woodley-Covington fight fight for that 170, but it's like who, in the meantime, does um, does Usman have have a a challenger? That's a good question. That is. I don't know. Maybe they give him a little tune-up fight. Because those guys are real 170-pounders. No, yeah, I know, but I will say McGregor with all good. wrestling background. It was a very small sample size, but he's still got the power and he's still got the hand quickness. Um, so I don't know. It's going to be very interesting to see what uh, what comes next. But there is a lot. It's going to be a great year for the UFC. So, um, so obviously we were both on McGregor there. Uh, you had Holly Holm, and what was the most boring fight of the night, uh, dude? All, to me. The first four fights were relatively boring. Yeah. I will say, so we both were on Maurice Green versus uh, the Russian. Um, He lost. So that's a a loss right there. But that dude showed some toughness, dude. He should have been tapped out so many times in that fight. Yeah, that Russian's a freak, dude. Yeah, he is. That mental willpower, though. That's what Joe Rogan was saying. 99% of people would tap out 100% from the submission that he was in the first time. And then the second time, he got him in that uh, reverse arm bar, not reverse, but it's it the arm. It was the arm bar, and then he fell forward with it as opposed to falling backwards. And um, yeah, that it, it's an unorthodox way. That's the way the Russians do it. Joe Rogan was saying, but um, yeah, I think it's he tried better. not to tap. He tried not to tap from that too. That dude, because if about you to go think about shield. it, you're getting more, you're putting more pounds of pressure on on yeah. that joint when you. Instead of pulling it, yeah. yeah, you're putting all your weight on it. Yeah, yeah, you put all your weight on it, and you're pulling as yeah. well. It's like, 
to me, it's a more effective way to submit somebody via armbar. Arm yeah. yeah, Green was prepared to go out on his shield, so I respected that. But nevertheless, we came away with a loss there. Um, we were both on Showtime Pettis as an underdog. It's time for him to go, man. It's time for him to go. It's it's run its course. I don't think he, he doesn't have it anymore. He's not as dynamic and explosive as he used to be. Uh, I believe he got submitted in this fight relatively quickly. Um, yeah, I mean, that that was a that was a bet on what he used to be and the uh, the highlight that he used to be for me at least. Yeah, I mean, not he tapped out. So yeah, so then, so Nick went two and two. Um, I went two and two as well. I had Sadiq Yusuf on the prelims. Um up-and-coming guy he's been around for a little bit uh kind of on a roller coaster but he's got quick hands um he wins by decision in the three-round fight and they had a couple good exchanges here uh but he won by decision so two and two for both of us ufc 246 i mean a very subpar card but at the end of the day i mean go tigers wrong one Oh, surprise, surprise, <laughs> motherfucker. The king is back. But, yeah, that one works, too. Yeah, go Tigers. Go Tigers. Um, we got to label these things. Um, But, yeah, no, I mean, when Conor McGregor comes back, he sells out pay-per-views. End of discussion. So, we'll move on to what was a very rough um, championship weekend in the NFL. Both of us, 0-2. Not good. Not <laughs> Not good. Yeah, well, we got the over on on Green Bay. Am I still positive I won, or did you not adjust mine? No, I didn't adjust that. Fuck. All right. Um, I bet the over too, right? Yeah. So we went yeah, one and three. That's right. One and three, not zero and two. Okay. Well then. Okay. Then I'm still fucking. Wait, because we bet the we bet the yeah we bet the under in the uh, Niners game. Yeah, son. Now we um went out. We went over and we got it. We bet the under in the Niners. Yeah, yeah. In Niners, the Chiefs Packers. game. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. Yeah. So one and three. Oh man. Yeah. So we went with um, we went with the uh, who the hell the Packers. Yeah. They uh didn't put up a good fight. When are we gonna start talking about Aaron Rodgers as subpar in the big moments? What, what he needs to get the same treatment Drew Brees gets. He played worse than Drew Brees. I don't care what the numbers say, dude. Those were garbage yards at the end. What do you have? Two picks and a fumble, or multiple fumbles, one lost fumble, but a terrible interception at the end of the half. Much like Drew Brees, he got all of his yards at the end on those deep balls. I, I don't. I, I get he had the three hundred yards and however many three touchdowns, whatever. He played like shit in that first half. Terribly. Then they were down by so much they had to throw. So those those that's inflated stats. I didn't think he played well at all. Yeah, I mean it just you just wonder if if the Saints wouldn't have lost, what oh, would have happened? I know we'd have gone to Lambo. I think that, that we would have destroyed. Um, I know the Green Bay Packers a lot like the the Forty ers did in both of the times that they played them. And, you know, I really would have liked to see the rematch between the Saints and the Niners that yep. came down to to the end. So, Me too. Um, 
but it didn't happen, so we'll wait till next year. Yep. Uh, so that actually brings me to something I want to talk about because we have I have people coming at me sideways on Twitter about Drew Brees. So this guy, if I can remember what he said, um, basically is saying Drew Brees is washed up, saying that uh, he he doesn't have it anymore. We got to get rid of him. Clearly, twenty seven touchdowns and four interceptions isn't enough for this guy. Um, he's saying how he always starts slow, this and that. And he said that after the fact that I said two years in a row, it's realistic to think that we could potentially be in the Super Bowl at least two out of the last three years. Not not this past year because we lost on the wild card round. But you got a Minnesota miracle and you got an obvious no call. We should have definitely been in the Super Bowl that year. And very easily, not very easily, but very definitely could have been in two years ago with the Minnesota Miracle. So that's why I said Drew Brees got robbed of arguably one of the best postseason comebacks of all time, down 17 at halftime to lead the team back. And he said, so his rebuttal for that was my point. He said, thank you for proving my point. He never should have been down by that much in the first place. Well, good fucking thing. They don't play 30 minute games. You moron. They play 60 minute games. You, you, you look, you're deciding to look at it from the standpoint of he never should have been down by that much, but you're ignoring the fact that he made the comeback. And so then I put something out about, uh, the Pelicans, um, like how they need to finish the game. And he said, yeah, they're almost as bad as Drew is at starting it. I said, hmm. So he got all those records by only being good in the second half. Those are some pretty fucking good second halves. Like, come on, dude. Suck a dick. Yeah, O.J. Simpson would kill that fucking guy. <laughs> I mean, really. It, and so his whole thing was we need to ride with Teddy. Look, I love Teddy. I love his attitude. I love like what he brings to the team. He is not going to be the starting quarterback for the New Orleans Saints. It will not happen. It will not happen. In an offense that we've had the most accurate passer in the history of the league, you think we're going to we, – we won two games by scoring a combined one touchdown. We won a game 12-10. to 10. We beat the Jaguars 13-7. to 7. That's not because of Teddy Bridgewater. That's because of the defense. Let's stop living in a fairy tale land where we feel like Teddy Bridgewater right now gives us a better chance to win than Drew Brees. It just it it's not it's not reality. We're living in a fairy tale world. I don't, the fumble was a wrong route ran. He rolls out to his right, looks to throw, not there. He's got to extend the play. Good play by Daniel Hunter. Got the ball out. The interception. There's no excuse for that. That was a terrible throw. But if you, I mean. The guy had four interceptions all year, 27 touchdowns coming off of an injury, a significant injury to his throwing hand. Let's stop. Let's stop having unrealistic expectations. Like, I mean, do you feel like Teddy Bridgewater gives us a better chance to win than Drew Brees? No, and I don't think that. Look, Teddy Bridgewater, if he were to be the starting quarterback for the Saints next year, we would probably not win the division. I feel like we'd go. I don't nine think and we would even make the playoffs. Nine and seven at best. Um, if you think that um, there's another quarterback out there that we can get, or that there's someone right now on the team that can play better than Drew Brees has played, then you need to have your head examined because, look, tw- like you said, 27 touchdowns, four interceptions this year. You were out five games. Um, 
He came back like he was never out at all. Didn't miss a beat. Um, he's he's statistically gotten better as his career has gone forward. Uh, not as many yards as he's used to, but he's more efficient. Uh, not throwing as many interceptions as he used to. Uh, accuracy is up. That's what I'm saying. I mean, dude. I just don't I don't see what you could see um, that would make you look. To me, the game the you want to put um, the blame on somebody for 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 the Minnesota game. It, it's coaching. Yep, I was gonna say Sean Payton's play call. Um, and I'm I'm not saying oh we need to get rid of our coach or anything no, like not that. Even but close. Look, sometimes the shit happens. People, yeah. Sometimes you have a bad game, like I said, and. I know people are forgetting very very quickly how that game ended, but you know the game was still tied at the end, and you you expect a thing to be officiated fairly, and it isn't. And the NFL, to me, I mean, dude, it wasn't even no, competitive was, games yeah. this past weekend. No, I know. the NFL is taking a step back as far as the competitive nature of the league. Uh, officials seem to have a little bit too much. Um, sway on the game. I mean, look to me. Like I said, all, all this year is, is like I know LSU's had tremendous success, and that could be a reason why I feel this way. But I really I enjoy watching teams that aren't named LSU as well in college football. Yeah. But look, you put on a game that doesn't is not the Saints, then dude, I really could care less. Like, like my mom asked me who you want to win. I said I don't give a shit who wins this game. Yeah. No, I know. I, I, they're compromising the integrity of the game with the officiating, for sure. But back to what we were saying, I mean, there you can't honestly look at the players we have and at the players that are available and think that anybody is a better option than Drew Brees. Drew Brees is not the reason we have lost the Minnesota Miracle. He's not the reason we lost the Rams game, the no-call. And he's not the reason we lost in Minnesota. He played a terrible game. Oh, up to his standards, he played a terrible game. But it, that, that loss is not all on him. That is not all on him. It, that is not pack your bags and get out of here. Thanks for 20 years of greatness. Now get out of here. Thanks for 15 years of being probably the best quarterback in the league. Now get out of here. That's what I'm, It blows my mind. It's a full-time job dealing with some of you morons on Twitter. It's crazy. It's crazy. Look, I don't see how that guy is in an, in, in an institution. Yeah, or <laughs> how he's able to hold any type of job with, with that rationale. <laughs> That's I mean, what I'm saying. Like, you, how do you make decisions? You wake up every day and think do like you, that? Yeah, do you know what a green light or a red light means? Yeah. Like, because to me, it would seem like if you're approaching a red light, you stomp you you stomp the gas. Yeah, because you got your fucking because left shoe just, on your right foot. Yeah, and uh. There was this kid named Anthony back in um in uh, elementary school. He used to do that, and he had Velcro shoes, but he still couldn't get them on right. And I'm sure and is the guy's Anthony? name Anthony? I don't know, but you no, it's not, it's not. But you know what? I bet you for fucking goddamn sake that Anthony knows that Drew Brees is going to be the starting quarterback oh, of the boy. New Orleans Saints. Anthony in the middle of class would just start howling at the ceiling, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. And even Anthony knows Drew Brees needs to be the starter. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, it, 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 Teddy's not the guy. I'm sorry. I, I love the dude. 
He's got a great personality. He's got a great energy about him. It's a great comeback story. Go get us. Go get your money. Go be a starter on another team. Go get what you deserve. You deserve a shot. It's just not with us. I'm sorry. It's not. It's not. It. All these people on Twitter ready to ship off the greatest quarterback of all time because of one subpar if game. Drew, if I thought Drew Brees didn't have anything left, um, Teddy oh. Teddy Bridgewater would be a good replacement for a short amount of time. But make no mistake, the 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 league and where it's at, you still have to have a do, a dominant guy at quarterback that's going to pass and, and be a top five quarterback to, to win accurate. the Super Bowl. I mean, look at um, you got to look at um, Mahomes. Yep. He's carried his team this year and yep. and brought him back. The defense is playing well now, but you look on the other side. Who else is in the Super Bowl? Um, Garoppolo. Yeah. Not the greatest, but uh, he's got a lot of great players around him. You know, oh, yeah. speed at running back, Kittle is that security blanket, the play action. The, like I said before, you know, Kyle Shanahan and, and that play calling, I mean, he's always two steps ahead of the defense. And um, Sean Payton as well is another great play caller. But, you know, you look at what we would be able to do with Teddy Bridgewater, and I don't think it's anything close to what the the 49ers are able to do with what, what they got. That's what they were trying to say, that he's more mobile than Drew. He's not that damn mobile, dude. He looks like he had his knee fucked up. Yeah, and he's a little bit slow at making decisions, and that's just not... Yeah, it's Drew just Brees not, gets in there, read one, read two, read three, read four, balls out. Teddy like, Bridgewater isn't going to ever win a Super Bowl. No, he's not. And it's not... I, I have nothing He'll, against the He guy. could win a playoff game, but his team is going to have to be damn good. Yeah. Like, I have, if they had I a top-five quarterback, they would win the Super Bowl without doubt. But, yeah, I mean, if you think... You know, it would be cool for Teddy Bridgewater to get a shot with the Saints if Drew Brees had nothing left, but I just don't think that's the case. I think you, Drew Brees has a lot left. No, he does. Um, he does. I Look, I call it how I see it. I call it how I see it. You don't have to throw the ball downfield that that much to win in the oh, NFL. Yeah. I mean, we did it this year. Everybody's enamored with Mahomes and all that. The Mahomes don't grow on trees. Like, I— I call it how I see it. it. It has nothing. It's nothing against Teddy Bridgewater. If Drew Brees, if I truly thought that Drew Brees didn't have it, I wouldn't blindly say we got to ride with Drew. We owe it to him. No, he's showing that he can get it done, man. This is a couple questionable decisions at the wrong time, but twenty-seven touchdowns and four interceptions. He led the league in touchdown to interception ratio. He was third in the league in QBR at one sixteen. I mean, we had the least amount of turnovers in the league. It was a very uncharacteristic performance and the, at the worst time. And we still almost won the damn game. Yeah, I mean, if you want to look for a replacement and uh, is there one out there, you know, whether it's through free agency or, or in the draft, I mean, we don't know yet, but, um, you know, they're saying two attack of Iloa is going to fall. Um, could the Saints possibly trade up to get inside of the top I think, fifteen I don't to think get him? Does fall that far? But oh, yeah, yeah, I, I honestly up. look. I don't think he's going to fall. I don't think he's going to fall. I think out Miami's going to take him at five. Yeah, or wherever that four or five, wherever they're drafting. Um, I think Miami takes him. Look, he's right there. He's right, right there. I'm, I'm I mean, going. He could a be a better prospect than Burrow. <clears throat> whoa, whoa, yeah, whoa, no. I think that I don't think so. Yeah, I think if Tua Tagovailoa would have not gotten hurt. Um, he would be he would be in in the driver's seat to be the number one pick. 
I don't know. I look at Burrow as a Drew Brees, Tom Brady mix, a hybrid. He's got the accuracy. He's got the size. He's got mobility. He's got more mobility than both of them. Yeah, but I that mean, it's accuracy. the, con- it's the I went consistency. Back and watched, I went back and watched the touchdowns uh, from the national championship game. Every throw was on the money. He had that one to Jamar Chase, the second touchdown in the right corner, and it was like a 25-yard pass. But, like, that had to be on the money. Like, if he throws it one yard farther, Jamar Chase is stepping out of bounds. A, a dime. I, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I, just, I just – Burroughs had, had one good year. I mean, before this year, they were talking about him not being – he wasn't really on anybody's board to be drafted. I know, but – Joe Burrow – had all the weapons. I know Tagovailoa, ton of weapons, uh, the best offensive line in college football, a very capable running back who finished third all time in uh, yeah, rushing Najee yards Harris for LSU. Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about Tagovailoa. No, I'm talking about. Clyde Bur- I'm Hilaire. just saying, Burrow had weapons galore. I mean, we won every damn award. We had the Bolitnikoff winner, the the best offensive line award. Mm-hmm. Um, himself won a, b- a bunch of awards. I mean, it's going to be tough for him in in, in Cincinnati because their offensive line is dog shit. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean. I think they're going to do everything that they can to uh, uh, bolster that offensive line. But I'll tell you what. If I'm uh, Mickey Loomis or if I'm Sean Payton and I'm pulling strings, franchise tag Teddy Bridgewater, Alvin Kamara, throw him in. Marcus Williams, if they want him, see you. First round pick. First overall pick, give me Joe Burrow. Yeah, they're not going to take that. I'm just saying, if you got, you'd have to trade Michael Thomas and Marshawn Lattimore to try to get the first pick. No, over. yeah, you're saying that you would potentially go with Tagovailoa. We got to trade our All Pro corner, All Pro best receiver in the league. Yeah, and our first round pick. They're not trading it, and that would just be the dumbest trade ever if they. Well, you get a guy who's proven to win, even though I— Teddy Bridgewater? No, I know, but that's what I'm saying. They're going to look at that, though, and say, well, he won those five games, and he stepped in and did this and that, and they might think he's capable of leading the team. I don't think he is, but I hope that they think he is. I hope. uh, And then you get Kamara, who was a rookie of the year, all-pro running back. Yeah, it's a running back, though. There's millions of those out there. I know, I'm just saying. Marshawn Lynch got off his couch. Yeah, but— didn't do shit. I mean, he scored touchdowns in every game that he played this year, so. Didn't score two in that one game. Well, they didn't give him the damn ball. <laughs> they fucking decided to not snap it. Yeah, I know. Um, I mean, it's wishful thinking, but, I mean, if we made that trade, would you look at that as we won that trade? Um, Absolutely, but I'm just saying that that's a far-fetched trade. I'm saying you no, have to it give. Is. It's wishful thinking. You'd but. have to give up. Your the next five years of, of success for your franchise. Well, then if to, we have the number one pick, are you taking Tua? No, but I'm saying that it's very pop because of the injury. I'm saying that it's very possible that Tua Tagovailoa has a more successful career in the NFL than Joe Burrow will have because of he's a more talented thrower with uh, as far as arm strength and, and accuracy. Well, you can't really say he's accuracy. more mobile. Um, Nah, I would put him about even with mobility, but, you know, the hip injury is going to be a big thing for Tagovailoa. I don't think there's any evidence on the accuracy either. Joe Burrow just broke the record. Yeah, but it was in an – it's – dude, accuracy I know, but he was and, throwing dimes. He was launching that bitch. Yeah, but a, a lot of that is – you know, you got to look – you know, Mahomes isn't, doesn't light it up. You as, know Tua led the league or led the nation in 
uh, receivers with yards after the catch? Yeah. Slants, Jerry Judy to the house. Yeah, I mean, I just think it's very if similar. you're looking for a quarterback uh, that can do close to what Patrick Mahomes does, it's it's Tagovailoa. Jo- Joe Burrow can be a very good quarterback, but to me, it's going to be harder for him because um, <coughs> he's going to have to be. I, I I know I bragged about how quick he is making decisions, but it's just going to be faster and harder in the NFL. And you wonder um, whether or not he's going to be set up for success in Cincinnati, and that's. Yeah, I, I mean, he's going to be the number one he's pick. I, have, I'm not arguing that. He's going to have A.J. Green, John Ross to stretch the field. I mean, um, you never know, though. They're saying Tagovailoa is going to – he plans to be um, back and healthy in time to throw at the uh, for, for the combine. Really? Yeah. I'll be surprised if I see that. But, uh, I mean, he's going to – Burrow's going to step in immediately and have the weapons. It's just going to – they better yeah, go weapons, nothing but, but O-linemen I mean, in the draft. They better get Burrow, and then they better get as many O-linemen as they can. Because, I mean, you're going to have receivers. they got Joe Mixon. They're, they've got weapons. He, it, I don't think it's going to be a lack of offense next year. I think he's the most can't-miss prospect that I've seen in a while. Um, The most pro-ready guy to come out in I don't even know how long. I, I couldn't tell you a better pro-ready guy. I know Mahomes is lighting it up. Mahomes fell in that draft. Mahomes wasn't the top quarterback prospect in that draft. No, nah, but he wasn't on a on a very successful team either. No, I know, but he threw like what seven hundred yards in one game at Texas Tech. Like he was slinging the ball all over the field. But I don't know. We'll see what happens. But if it's me, I'm. I'm it would have been interesting, you know. The um, I'm selling the farm for Joe. Burrow. Saints pick twelfth in that draft. I know they moved up one pick in front of us to uh, go get him. And I still thought the Saints should have drafted uh, Deshaun Watson. Obviously, everybody knows we drafted Marshawn Lattimore, which wasn't a bad pick by any means. But Drew Brees has still got it. So I mean, at the end of the day, you're talking about yeah. having a guy <laughs> on a bench. You never know. I mean, look, Aaron Rodgers started his career on a bench for a few years. Three years. Um. Won a Super Bowl after Brett Favre went away. So, yep. all right. Well, you got anything else? Um, did we talk about the Chiefs game? Oh, um, yeah. No, we didn't. But uh, Titans went out ten nothing. As uh, what were they? Seven and a half point underdogs. And then, uh, I mean. I don't know. There was a lot of questionable calls in this game from what I saw in favor of the Chiefs. Um, and then the, the story, really, in the second half, they held Derrick Henry to one run, one yard rushing. And uh, and I think you said that, and I think that was a big reason that this game went over. We had the under 52. Um, at halftime, it wasn't looking good, but in the third quarter, there wasn't any points scored. Mm-hmm. Um but then uh, Kansas City really got a hold of a hold of their offense and yeah. was able to do what they wanted to do against them because of the lack of the running game. Um, you know, if w- we thought that Derrick Henry and and the Titans were going to be able to run the ball better in this game, uh, they didn't do that in the second half, and that's the reason why I think ultimately the the uh, Titans didn't cover and. And I think that's also the reason why uh, the game went over. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, 
Mahomes looked dominant, I'll tell you that. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But you got any closing remarks before we go or anything else we need to cover? Um, No, I think it's uh, egrets. Yeah, we'll we'll get into that next episode. Yeah. Yeah, we'll leave them on a cliffhanger. <laughs> um, all right, well, that'll wrap up episode 25 of Big Easy Bets. Follow us on Twitter, at Big Easy Bets. Uh, go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, leave us five stars. SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, easy to find. Um, we'll be back next episode with a jam-packed episode. We might have a guest on Super Bowl Sunday. Um We're going to be, like I said, I'm betting it every way possible. Prop bets, betting a large sum on the game. Uh, We're we're still weighing weighing out who we're going to go with here. It's going to be a tight one, I'll tell you that. But Yeah, I'm excited to um, see what happens with it. Yeah, no, it is going to be a good game for sure. I hate commercials, though. They're always okay, though. I freaking hate them. And there's going to be a million of them. I went into... uh, very inside analysis on the uh, national anthem. So y'all tune in next week for that. And uh, trust me, I'm going to blow your hair back with that one. Um, and I want to give a shout out to Taylor in San Francisco. I told her I would. Uh, I'll give you a better shout out next episode, Taylor. You probably didn't even listen this far, but if you did, thanks. All right, y'all. Y'all have a good one. Episode 25, Big Easy Bets. Who that? We be special. We smell greatness. We finish strong. Yes, from the top. One, two, three, four.